0: Hey everyone, this is the Tripwire Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, at FF Triple Batman. We are part of the Triple Play Fantasy and part of the Fantasy Points Live Media Group. I'm joined today by our special guest, Jay at G-Men Jay. How's it going today, Jay?
1: Doing good, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the invite coming back. I was on with you last season. Uh, excited to talk some waivers.
0: Absolutely. So Jay is the content uh, manager for Front Yard Fantasy. We love those guys over there, and the content contributor for FanDuel, and we also love FanDuel. So we're happy to have you on, Jay. And I think you were our first guest last year, so uh, we had to bring it full circle now.
1: <laughs> uh, there we go. Can you hear me? I had to readjust my mic; it, it got unplugged. But yeah, I believe yeah. I was the first guest last year. It was, uh, I think, it was a Taysom Hill. Uh, actually, you know, with New Orleans on uh, on Monday Night Football, I think we actually talked some Taysom Hill. I think that was going through some. Uh, Debate as to if he should still be eligible in tight end and stuff like that. It was a interesting time. It feels like we get a couple <laughs> of weeks every year with some Taysom Hill controversy.
0: Oh yeah, twenty twenty one crazy times. Now thinking about it, yeah, uh, so we have missed you guys for a couple weeks. Sorry about that. Life gets in the way, uh, but we are hey, back. <laughs> and my co-hosts, uh, they have some some personal stuff going on. Everything is okay. Again, just some some life stuff. So I didn't want to talk for. 15-20 minutes by myself, uh, so I have reached out to some of my friends in the fantasy space to have them join us, so uh, Jay was uh, kind enough to come join us today, so Absolutely. with that, if you guys are used to us by now, we are the waiver Wire show for Triple, v- Triple Play Fantasy, their main show is on Tuesday nights, so make sure you go ahead, like this video, but subscribe to the YouTube channel so you don't miss any of the great content coming out, baseball just ended, but we still have basketball going on as well. Lots of great stuff coming up from the Triple Play Fantasy guys. So with that, we are covering waiver Wires. This is ESPN under 50% rostered. We're going position by position. If you have any questions, drop them in the chat. I see we have one already. We'll get to that as soon as we uh, talk about some quarterbacks. So Jay, can you kick it off with quarterbacks?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the way that I've got these guys ranked is uh, Justin Fields. I was really surprised that he's still only rostered in 47.4% of ESPN leagues. Now I do have to remember, you know, most, I, I'm very heavy super flex, but that's not the case. But even so, you know, if you want the, well, I'll go through the list and then go back to that. Justin Fields, 47.4% rostered. I cheated just a little bit on this second one. Russell Wilson's at 51.5%, but I feel like that's low even with his struggles. Uh, Jared Goff at 34%. Daniel Jones at 44.6%, and Marcus Mariota at 35.5%. Now, the first guy I want to talk about, Justin Fields, like I I was alluding to. Uh, I cannot believe even in one QB leagues, this guy should be rostered way more. I know he will be after this amazing week that he had. But over the last five weeks, he's actually quarterback three on a points per game basis. Um, he's got over 60 rushing yards each of the last four weeks. He actually broke Michael Vick's record this week for a single game record for rushing yards by a quarterback with 178. You know this team is finally doing what they should have been doing all along: designing runs for Justin Fields, designing plays to to, tra- um, to play to his strengths. To, you know they made the trade for Chase Claypool, which you know say what you want, but he's better than than Vilas Jones and Equanimee Saint Brown, so he's in a much better position. Honestly, I you know if you wound, if you drafted a Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, you know all these guys. Russell Wilson, I would start Justin Fields over Russell Wilson right now. Um, but if you drafted any anyone, you know, there's plenty of guys, not only just in bye weeks that are struggling. Justin Fields, you can plug in right now. And, and he's an every week starter until he falls flat on his face, which, you know, he's looked great. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think there, he may have finally turned the corner. Yep. And we've talked about him on the show for
0: a while now. Um, so it's nice to finally see he's str- str- strung together for a few weeks. And I don't think it's changing anytime soon. He's going to literally run away uh, with those fantasy points.
1: Absolutely. It's such a cheat code with guys that can rush the ball. Uh, Russell Wilson, like I said, 51% uh, rostered. I feel like better days are ahead. I think he's somebody you should at least throw on the end of your bench. You know, that's two guys in one QB league I would like to pair together, you know, just in case, because, you know, the weather's going to get colder. You know, they're not going to be able to air the ball out as much, I think. You know, things are going to slow down for some quarterbacks. I like Russell Wilson. Jared Goff is another guy who has a good matchup this week versus Chicago. Uh, Week 10, he's a good bye week replacement. But Marcus Mariota, uh, he has a really good schedule coming up. Carolina, Chicago, Washington, and Pittsburgh. He's another guy that I don't mind as a bye week replacement. He's not somebody that I think is an every week start by any means, but he's averaging 41 rushing yards per game over the last five games. In most leagues, that's that's an extra touchdown. So uh, they want to rush the ball. They're using him to rush the ball. They actually seem like they're they're passing just a little bit more lately. Finally, get trying to get the ball to uh, both Kyle Pitts and Drake London had seven targets each this week. Um, so I think if you're in a pinch quarterback and you need to start Marcus Mariota is somebody over the next four weeks that you could consider.
0: Perfect. All right, so we have a trade question. So this is from... Uh... Suave jp um we have hey guys 10 man ppr he's seven and two so awesome congratulations uh should i trade justin fields deandre swift and t higgins for justin jefferson his other running backs are chubb walker and etn so loaded at running back his other wide receivers are Amon ra ajb so a little weaker at wide receiver for a depth perspective and then he has lamar jackson as well so he doesn't need justin fields he has lamar jackson but lamar jackson's about to go on a bye week Um, Swift is banged up. T Higgins is T Higgins. He's, he's solid. Is it worth all that for Justin Jefferson?
1: I don't think so. Um, I love Justin Jefferson. He's obviously, you know, top three, you know, potentially in the argument for the wide receiver one overall, but T Higgins is no slouch either. And we saw this week that, you know, they're not afraid to throw the ball. And even though Joe Mixon wound up with five touchdowns, T Higgins still had a very solid game. Uh, Jamar Chase is going to come back, but I T Higgins to me is a low end wide receiver one. Um, you know, maybe if it was just the fields and T Higgins for Justin Jefferson, I could see making that move. But DeAndre Swift, you know, whenever he's able to get healthy, if he's able to get healthy, I mean, he's in a handful of guys I can consider to be the RB one overall. He's it's, you know, people are down on him, not because of his lack of production, because of his lack of ability to stay on the field. So. Um, I feel like it's a little too much. If you could pull back and do just the fields and Higgins for Justin Jefferson, then I'd make that move all day. But I feel like it's just a little too much with Swift in there.
0: I agree. All right. So we are going to move on to running backs. So I should have mentioned at the top, I'm sorry, bye weeks for week 10 is the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. And then looking ahead to Week 11 is Jacksonville Jaguars, Miami Dolphins, Seattle Seahawks, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so the uh, Germany game there. So moving on to the running backs here, I have Jeff Wilson at number one, just under 45% rostered. Number two, Jalen Warren, 3.1% rostered. Number three, Rashad White, 19.9% rostered. Number four, Alexander Madison, 27.7% rostered at number five. Kyron Williams, 14.6% rostered. So I got guys all over the place from a roster percentage. So I don't care what league you're in. I guarantee you I just named a guy that is available in your league. Um, So go ahead and pick one of them up. But I did want to highlight Jalen Warren, just because we have not really talked about him on the show. He's the rookie running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would probably wouldn't be splashing the fab for him. Probably under 5%, maybe under 3% fab. Um, If he's still on your waiver wire, which he should be 3% rostered. Um, He had a season high of nine touches in week eight. So that was right before his week nine bye. And he honestly just looked more dynamic than Najee Harris, who just seems to be struggling right now behind that terrible offensive line. And honestly, I just want to see, does he get more snaps and touches coming out of the bye week? We typically see that a lot for rookies. Um, They start getting more work after that bye week. Um, Now we're in the second half of the season. Again, you're not planning on starting Jalen Warren this week. This would just be stash him on your bench. Let's see how he looks after the bye. And if you need to, you just cut him after that. So you're not spending too much. And then I wanted to highlight Alexander Madison only being 27.7% rostered. Again, you don't need to spend a lot and you're not starting him this week, but he should be rostered on every team because Davin Cook is rostered on every team. So again, not much analysis other than he is the top handcuff available right now on the waiver wire. And he could be a top 12 running back if Davin Cook gets hurt. We don't wish injuries upon anyone, but Cook is not a pillar of health. He's already dealt with his chronic Mm -hmm. shoulder injury earlier this season. You never know. And he should be rostered because he's a league winner if Cook ends up getting hurt at any point this season. So, again, I just if you have a spot on your bench, I'm sure you do, pick up Alexander Madison. So, Jay, who are you feeling for wide receivers?
1: Yeah, so the number one guy, and I feel a little bit sick. I feel like I'm going to throw up for saying this but McCole Hardman has actually looked pretty good and pretty consistent here recently. Uh, Number two, I've got Wondell Robinson. Number three, Jahan Dotson. Number four, Terrace Marshall. And then number five, I've got somebody who's rumored to go to your Cowboys. One, Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, The first guy I wanted to talk about was McCole Hardman. He's uh, rostered in 36.1% of ESPN leagues. Now, He's the definition of a boom-bust guy, but here recently he's scored over 10 fantasy points in the past four games. He's averaging 18.3 points per game over the last four games. Now he's had a couple of blow-up games, but he's he's scored a touchdown in three straight games. They're, they're using him. This is definitely, you know, if you're playing McCall Harbin, you have to be comfortable with taking a zero because this is what he does. He'll show flashes, and then, you know, just, you know, the nature of the Kansas City offense, it's what happens. That You know, somebody else, Gigi's looked really good. Travis Kelsey is obviously the alpha in this offense. And I like the addition of Kadarius Tony. I think that's going to take some touches away as well. Um, so you have to be okay with taking a goose egg, but I think that if you're willing to take that risk, there's definitely some reward when he has these blow-up games. I mean, I think... Patrick Holmes threw the ball 60-something times last night. So if they're going to air the ball out because they can't run it, there's, there's plenty to go around and for them to eat. Um, other guy I wanted to touch on as well, rostered in 8.4% of leagues is Terrace Marshall. He's had um, an average target share over the last three games of 20%. And over the that same period of time, he's played in 95% of of snaps since Robbie Anderson has been traded. So he's on the field, he's seeing targets. Um, Again, this is another guy that I'm not really comfortable starting Marshall yet. It's more of a a wait and see approach, but with that kind of snap percentage, with that kind of target share, I think he's somebody, somebody that definitely should at least be on the end of your benches. It's that lottery ticket. Um, If you can afford it, you know, if you've had a decent amount of buys and you've got that extra spot, throw Terrace Marshall at the end, and the OBJ, uh, he's rostered in eighteen point nine percent of leagues. That's a stash as well. You know, even if he does sign with somebody quick, um, it's going to be a while before he's able to play and gets up to speed. But you know, if you've got that roster spot, if you got deep benches, throw him on the end of there. You never know. You know, if he winds up in a good situation where he could wind up with some. A decent target share he could he could provide. He's not going to be the obj of uh, his rookie year or the Giants uniform, but he can. He showed last year he can still be a serviceable fantasy asset.
0: Absolutely, awesome. So we have a couple more trade questions coming in here. It's that time sure. of year. Get those trades going. Uh, so we have uh, from Bronson in Sorry if I mispronounce your name, we got trade DK and Higby for D hop, which to me just reads trade DK, make for D hop. <laughs>
1: it's literally exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly uh, how I read it.
0: So I would rather actually probably have D hop just because he just seems to have a lot more targets. Um, and he's targeted more in the red zone. I think DK is great, plenty of talent. And I think it's a better offense, honestly, right now. Um, but I'd, it's hard to pass up D hop with all those, all those targets.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty even. I mean, uh, I'm with you. I probably would rather D hop but like you said, I don't really consider Higby in this trade because he's he's waiver wire fodder for me. Um, We like to say over at Front Yard Fantasy, there's a tight end glob, and then he's just in that glob of guys that you're looking at three for 30 and you're hoping they get a touchdown.
0: Yeah, and he'll um, be coming up and, later on the show.
1: <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, And DK and D hop I mean, it's kind of a one-for-one. A one. It's really... You know, it's who you prefer. I kind of avoid trades like this when you're trading, you know, one for one because you're not really improving your team that much. I, I put DK just a little under DeAndre Hopkins, so I would say make the move, but you know, maybe try to pair DK with something else that you have an abundance of, and and maybe shoot just a little higher.
0: Cool. We got one more from him. A quick one: trade Jacoby and Pitts or Waller for Amon Ra. Um, Yeah, I don't care which. Tight yep. end it is. And, and I would definitely 100%. prefer Amon
1: enough. Yep, definitely. And I would prefer Waller just because I am still a sucker for Pitts. I just yep. uh, if they if they were to turn to Desmond Ritter and they start throwing the ball a little more, you know, Pitts give he's he's got a, a ton of targets here lately. Um I think he's eventually gonna turn it on, whether it's next year. But uh Waller, unfortunately, I I'm I'm not too concerned about this year.
0: Perfect. All right, and with that. Just bashing tight ends all over the place. We're gonna talk about tight ends. <laughs> so uh it's actually a decent list. It's eclectic, it feels like. Uh, we have some new names. So number one is Greg Dulcich at 29.5% rostered. Number two, Noah Fant, 31.9% rostered. Number three, Cole Komet, 27.3% rostered. Number four, K Dotten, 4.8% rostered. And number five, Isaiah Likely, 31.2% rostered. And like I said, let me remind you guys if you're not watching this live. We were recording this before Monday Night Football, so I have no idea what Isaiah Lakeley does (laughs) in this game as I'm talking about him, but let's just hope that it goes well. Um, And we don't know how long Mark Andrews is really going to be out, so why not just stash him? Okay, so I want to talk about Greg Dulcich, though. Um, He is a rookie uh, tight end, so he's coming off his bye week. So we've gotten to see him play three games. His first game was week six. So over those three games he played, he's the tight end three, scoring 12.1 points per game. Gotta love that. Yeah, it's and good. it's not like a boomer bust 12.1 points per game. He scored at least 11.1 PPR points in every game so far. He's between 11 and like 13 points every week. And over those three games, he's second on the team in target share at 17.7%, with 5.7 targets per game. That's what you're looking for in a tight end. So he would be who I'm spending the most money on, um, fab wise, out of these tight ends, but still not going crazy. If you really need a tight end, 10, 15, 20%, somewhere there, depending on how the rest of your league has been treating tight ends. And then I want to talk about Cole Komet real quick. Uh, so much love before the offseason by so many, yeah. so much hate by others before the offseason. A, of <laughs> yep, uh, a lot of people have been poo-pooing Cole Komet because he's been poo-pooing <laughs> all of our rosters. Yeah, um, you kind right. But recently he has scored three touchdowns over the last two games. So I don't like to chase touchdowns. But this offense, as you talked about with Justin Fields, is opening up a little bit more, more so Fields running. But they are throwing a little bit more, just not quite enough for me. He is a very much a boom-bust tight end, which is almost every tight end. Mm. And he does have a higher chance, I think, of getting you a zero than a touchdown. But um, he is somebody that you can consider on waivers. And that is my pitch for uh, Cole Komet. So, again, don't love him, but he is available and he's not terrible. So, we'll take it. And then with that, uh, our DST stream of the week. There's not a lot out there, not going to lie this week. I'm going with the New Orleans Saints. They're 45.2% rostered, so just under half. And they hit the Pittsburgh Steelers next week. So, again, I don't know how the Saints look before Monday Night Football, but I do know how the Pittsburgh Steelers look. So... Go ahead and pick up those Saints and enjoy a lot of sacks and turnovers.
1: One other I will throw out there too, real quick, is the um, the Raiders. They play the Colts this week. We don't know this offense has been pretty terrible. We don't know who's going to be under center. Uh, that's more of a desperation play. I don't have their per roster percentage in front of me, but that's another one. High. If you, yeah, yeah, it, it won't be high at all. I'd be surprised if it's over ten percent. Um, but you know, if if you're really desperate, that's one to take a dart throw. Perfect. And then
0: we're going to play one quick game with you, Jay. Since sure. we talked about so many players to pick up, you're going to have to drop some guys. So yep. these are all guys that are rostered in over 50%. We're going to go in order from highest roster ship percentage. What a fun word to say. <laughs> um, You just tell me, would you drop them? Now, I'm not. you're not saying that you have to drop these players. You would just consider making the drop if you had to. All gotcha. right. We're, so it's going to start, start pretty spicy and we'll work our way down. So okay. wide receiver, Deontay Johnson, 91% rostered. Not a chance. Wide receiver, Cortland Sutton,
1: 91%. Little, little less sure, but I still wouldn't. Wide receiver, Brandon Cooks, 89%. If he doesn't play again this week, I might consider it, um, but I, he's still somebody I'm, I'm looking to keep on my roster. I know the answer to this one. Tight end, Tyler Higby, 89%. I am team no, never Higby. Yeah, Higby's gone.
0: Wide receiver Adam Thielen, eighty nine
1: percent. No, I, I think Thielen's going to be uh, on wind up on a lot of championship rosters. I think that he's he's somebody you want to keep around. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers, eighty seven percent, hundred. I think he's droppable in all formats. Superflex, you know, you're not dropping a quarterback, but especially one QB.
0: Perfect wide receiver Drake London, seventy eight percent.
1: Man, this one hurts because I'm such a big fan of his talent. But yeah, I, he's droppable.
0: Running back Damian Harris, seventy-two percent.
1: I had to drop him this past week in in a league that has short benches. I think I think he's droppable. I think Ramondre Stevenson has taken over this backfield. Running back Eno Benjamin,
0: sixty-eight percent. Yep, he's droppable. Tight end Micah Sicky, sixty-seven percent.
1: Yeah, he, he can he can kick him to the curb. <laughs> Wide receiver Allen Robinson, sixty-five percent. Man, this one hurts, but yeah, I think I think
0: he's droppable. Quarterback Derek Carr, sixty three percent.
1: I would still like to hang on to him. If you know, if it's between him and Justin Fields, give me Justin Fields all day. But uh, he's one that is more of a desperation. If if you've got you know if you have to have that spot, then I'm I'm okay with it.
0: All right, Tied in Hayden Hurst, 60 percent.
1: Yeah, yep. you can
0: you can cut Hayden Hurst. Great guy. <laughs> Wide, <but. laughs> Wide receiver Robert Woods, fifty nine percent. Yeah, he's droppable. Two more. Quarterback Matt Stafford, 58%.
1: I would still hang on to Stafford. While I I am concerned uh, with the elbow, with the way this offensive line is looked, I I can't drop him just yet.
0: All right, last one. Running back Brian Robinson, 56%.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, he's droppable. It was a great story to see him come back from what he dealt with, but he's just not getting used in the passing game. Antonio Gibson's looked really good lately. I think he's definitely droppable. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you for coming on, Jay. Can Absolutely. you tell everyone uh, where they can find all of your work?
1: Yeah. So I'm the content manager over at Front Yard Fantasy. Uh, we like to blend not only fantasy football, but have, fan- have fun while we're doing it. We play games. Uh, we've got a morning show on the Better Sports Network Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 10. Uh, best places you could find our stuff is if you go on YouTube, Front Yard Fantasy, and um like I said, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern. We've got our morning show where it's you know NFL news. We play games. Uh, it's just a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Again, guys, this is the Tripwire Podcast. We are part of Triple Play Fantasy, part of the Fantasy Points Media Group. Make sure you go ahead and like the video. A great way to support us. Make sure you go to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also a great way to not miss any of the awesome content coming out from the team. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, make sure you download Great review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. It's just a great way to support the team. We will be back next week. I have another special guest for you all. I would love to have Jay every week, but <laughs> bu- busy man. Uh, as awesome as Jay is, I, I have to rotate my guest to be, I to be fair. <laughs> so I
1: I would sure. love to be here, but as we've talked about kids and life, and <laughs> it gets busy.
0: Absolutely.
1: So thank you all, guys. Make sure you guys tune in
0: next week. Good luck on your waivers. Enjoy Monday Night Football if you're watching this live, and have a great one, everybody.